Hello and welcome to the Snippets of Leadership podcast. Last time we talked about situational leadership and we're going to talk about it again this time, but with a twist. See, last time we looked at Hersey and Blanchard and their work on situational leadership, basically telling you what leadership style you need to adopt depending on the situation. And the situation was who is in front of you, how mature that person was, and you would decide what leadership style to adopt in a way that would help that person grow. And for me, that's an amazing perspective. But if you look around, you will see that that's not the only situational leadership. There is another classification, this time by Goleman, uh, the guy who wrote Emotional Intelligence, just to be clear. And... While I see that there is a lot of value in this, I find myself in a tricky situation. Here is what I mean. Goleman's uh, situational leadership model tells you basically there are six leadership styles that, depending on the situation or on your context, you should adopt and abandon continuously as a leader, right? So when situations get uh, tough, you might go into commanding leadership. Otherwise, when you need to develop your uh, vision, you go into visionary leadership and so on. I will actually leave a link to to the table describing all the models somewhere in the description of the episode. So what I see that there is a value in all these leadership styles and the idea of switching continuously back and forth I struggle seeing a practical application of it. What I mean is that chances are that if you're a leader, you are leading under time constraints. You don't have all the time you want on your hands. If you do, well, that's great, but I'm pretty sure that you're in an exceptional situation. So using this model and using it well under time constraints Well, that just implies being an expert on all these six models, knowing exactly what to do, how to do, how to switch back and forth between one or the other, and having a 100% accurate grasp on what the situation requires. And while that is possible, I struggle to see it happening in real life. Something else that you could do is look at it, consider it as a general reference, and when you need to change leadership style, you just take a look at this table or at the book or articles, whatever you have as a reference, and think about what leadership style you could adopt. But that's also a problem for me, because if you're really under time constraints, well, do you really have time to lock yourself in your lair for half an hour and consider what style would be best? I sincerely doubt it. And that's why I'm saying I'm in a tricky position. So I think there is a lot of value in this, but I think there is more value in using it in a different way. So instead of using it as a guide on what you should do, use it as a way to inform yourself about your own leadership style. What I found helped me a lot is looking at it and seeing what resonated with me. So if I sit down and look at these six leadership styles, I know that my immediate connections are coaching and commanding. 
basically, whenever there is a crisis, whenever I need someone to be on top, I adopt a commanding leadership style by default. I become a tyrant. I demand that everything is done exactly as I do. I monitor the process. I monitor how things are done. I want results and people don't need to discuss with me. And before you say anything, I know that that is negative. I know that's not a great way to work. But I know that that's my leadership style. And for everything else, I'm uh, towards the coaching style in a more quiet situation. Basically, what this tells me is it helps me understand more who I am as a leader. If I know that I continuously oscillate between those two styles, I know what I can reasonably expect the effects of my behavior are on my team. I know that probably after a crisis where I've been a dictator, I need to do something else to regain their trust, to counterbalance, to offer something else that would limit the damage I've created. Or if I, uh, if I switch back to coaching style, I need to double down on it for the same reason. It's not ideal. I'm not saying any of this is ideal. But if I take a good hard look at this table, well, more or less this informs me more about who I am. And it also gives me a good reference to find a direction. If uh, I know that those two styles are my default and neither one is working, then I can think about maybe I need to uh, change leadership style. And in that case, I've had four other options. So I'm not suggesting you use it as a reference on, as a guide on what you do step by step, but as a general reference on to understand more about who you are as a leader, how you behave, where your leadership styles are best adapted to, and what the consequences on your team might be. And this also tells you that if you're if what you're doing isn't working, well, it's maybe time to shift, but it's not a situational, like context-specific uh, and rapid frequency of change. It's more a general way of working with people. So I personally see a lot more value in using this model this way. I know that it's not ideal. It's not the way it's supposed to be worked, where it's supposed to be applied, but it helps me. And I'm sure that it can help you as well. So my suggestion is take a look at this table, read it, take a look, a good hard look at yourself in the mirror and see what style or what styles resonate best with you and then try to apply them in practice. See how they work for you. Once you do, I'm pretty sure that this will help you understand more about your behaviors and how your team reacts to you. Thank you for listening. My name is Eduardo Bindazane from EBZ Coaching. I'm a leadership and communication trainer and consultant. And if you have any questions about what you've heard in this episode, please reach out to me via LinkedIn, Facebook, or my website. I'll be answering the most interesting questions on the show. And if you know someone that will benefit from this type of content, please make sure you recommend this podcast to them. Thank you and see you next time.